Haba, and welcome to the Habibis, three game developers drinking good Arab tea. I'm your host for today, Fauzi Mazmar. And I'm Osama Doryas. And I'm Rami Ismail. And we're happy back. We're happy back. <laughs> good Did start, y'all Joe. Us, right? <laughs> Fun's in the first second. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, I, might, I might not do intros, but I definitely do dad jokes. <laughs> so so for I the record, for everybody, because you can't hear what's happening during the intro music, during the intro music, Osamo is basically saying, I don't want to do the intro because I'll have completely <laughs> forgotten what it was. It's, it's been a while. It has. It has. It has. Been yeah. yeah, I missed you guys I've, a lot, actually. I missed you a Same. lot. Yeah, absolutely. Same. Just to hear your voices, I'm getting like so emotional. Yeah, it's um, it's been a busy time. It's been a really busy it time. It has. It really has. What, what you have you all been up to? Been up to? Oh, in yeah. sync. Yeah, in sync. We we might have not done this for a while, but we still got it. You know, yeah. we still got it. <laughs> <laughs> By it, you jokes. Mean, well, we talk over each other, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the bad jokes, talking over each other. You know, like so everything still, you've come to this podcast for, we still have. Yeah. We're going to call out all our segues because that's, you know, part of it. That's important. Classic. Since both of you asked, I will just answer. How about that? <laughs> cool. Ooh, look that at that. Nice, right? Yeah, that works. I like it. So a lot has been happening uh, because it has been a while. Um, I mean, gosh, uh, I, I launched a video game. Ooh, uh, oh, yes, that's, that's right. true. Nicholas Fishing EX came out. It was about a year and a half of work. It was a big project. Um, and it was kind of a strange one for me because Flamber shut down back in 2020, uh, very much with the intention of just not doing any work anymore on the Dust Studio. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Ridiculous Fishing was such an important game for, for me, for, for us, for the team. It was for, for all four of us, for me, Jan Willem Nijman, Greg Wool, and then Zach Gage. For all of us, it was sort of like a defining career game. Yeah. And um, oh. so when we had the opportunity to touch it up and to do it as like a full remaster, we just, we just couldn't resist. So uh, Ridiculous Fishing EX is out now on Apple Arcade. Super proud of it. It looks beautiful, plays super well. Um, you know, we're, we're just past the initial like post-launch fix sprint. So uh, everything is slowing down a little. That's been... Really, really nice. Um, Mabruk, have you, how does it show to like it's at least a, game like a again. farewell tour? I mean, like it's the Rolling Stones going on another farewell tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here we go again. Here we go again. Um, no, it feels great. Um, you know, I've been the, the past few years, I've mostly been doing consultancy, helping other people out, and it's really nice celebrating people's launches with them, but it feels very different celebrating your own launch, you know? So yeah, uh, yeah. I had the jitters, like was nervous the day before and then it came out oh. and the response was good and it was, it was just great. So, um, that was really I'm so awesome. proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Heavy. Uh, congratulations. Um, man. That's so this is first, it's the first and last Flambeer game. It's like a yeah. bookend game. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not. It wasn't technically our first. We did Super Crate Box before that, and a bunch of others. But it was the first big one, and it's also going to be the last big one. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Um, I played a lot of games. I flew a lot of airplanes. I've been traveling the world a bit again. Um, 
I am maybe potentially buying a house, which is scary and terrifying and more uncertain Ooh. than I would like. There's a lot of like a house, weird... not an apartment. <laughs> no, yeah, a house, a house, and it is. Wow. It's Mabruk, but like also, this has been a conversation you've been having about buying this house for a long time. It's an yeah. odyssey of a house. What's going on? Uh, what's going on is it turns out that banks don't like it when you're a video games entrepreneur. Uh, oh. So yeah. I'm still not done, actually, but the sellers were starting to get a little nervous. So they basically said, like, you have to put the deposit down. So yeah. I put the deposit down, and I'm still not technically done buying. Like I'm, I don't have everything ready yet. Like I, I have a bit of a gap in the funding, and I need to figure out how to fund that. Yeah. And if I can't, I'm just going to lose my deposit. So it's not like a mabruk part. It's more of a like, oh, no. oh my gosh, I have to figure this out before September first. So it's fingers crossed part. Yeah, yeah it's Insh the inshallah. It's, it's the inshallah that works out. <laughs> Extremely inshallah here. Yeah. Uh, maximum inshallah. <laughs> um, so that's been a little stressful, but um, you know that overall it's been good. Um, in terms of games I've played, uh, Destiny is uh, is a video game. I've I've played that. Shocking to no one. Yeah, just new <laughs> things. You know, it's basically the same thing as all the other episodes. Well, before you start uh, talking about destiny um, yeah. again, yeah. Uh, like you buying a house so that you can live in one day, is that the plan? Yeah, this is actually, <laughs> I want to move there. Uh, um, you know, I'm at a weird point in my life, I think, where it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s. I have traveled for my entire 20s. Um, like everything has been really fast. And I think what I really need is something that feels a bit more like an anchor, like a, like a home mm. base. And mm. this apartment just stopped feeling like that. I don't know. Like mm. it, it, I don't know when it did, but like at some point it was just like this isn't this isn't right for me anymore. Um so I don't know. It's maybe a bit with like, you know, eyes on the future and like trying to figure out what's what's uh what's coming next, sort of starting a new chapter, ending the old Vlambria chapter properly. I've always regretted not buying a house when Ridiculous Fishing originally came out. So I think just sort of like ending this chapter with like, okay, let's buy a house. Let's stop paying ridiculous amounts of rent. Yes. And let's yeah. pay a mortgage into my own stones, you know, yes. things yes. that I can sell again. So knowing you, I know you're going to have a guest room. But yes. the question I have, are you going to have a Habibi's room? Yes, uh, actually yes. also. Yes, yes. There yes. will be plenty of rooms. Uh, and in the Habibi's room, there will just be Destiny posters. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, it's a whole torture chamber. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah. Um, let's see. Beyond that, um, yeah, I played a lot of games. Um, some ones I really want to talk about. Um, and uh, that's kind of it. But, you know, that's 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 really enough for me. Like, uh, Osama, Fozzy, uh, how about you? How about you? I've mi I've missed you too. I have kind of watched some of things that were happening on life on on um, the app formerly known as Twitter. Remember when <laughs> we did the last Habibi's episode and it was called Twitter? Yeah. Those those were those were great days. What year uh, was that? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, the app formerly known as Twitter, and I've watched all your adventures on Instagram and like you know like but like what what's been happening? Both you uh, want to go first? Yeah, I can I can go. There's a lot of stuff that happened. So last time we spoke was May, right? Yeah. So uh, 
what did did we announce the game that I was working on by then or not? I don't remember. I think I haven't. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Speak about it. So yeah, so like the, the the game I'm working on, one of the games I'm working on, Star Star Wars Outlaws, was announced. Oh that, yes, yep, that's that a big after, deal. That was after that. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that was after that. Yeah, yeah, that was that's a, that was in, yeah after the last episode in June. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the a uh, couple of big uh, big moments. So like. Uh, We've uh, released one of the other DLCs for My Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws was uh, announced officially for, uh, yeah, with a lot of really uh, positive reception. So very, very happy about that. Uh, speaking of like nerfs, <laughs> speaking of nerfs, like, yeah, it's uh, been a very cool moment. I'm looking forward to you guys playing that as well. I've also been uh, busy with a bunch of things. I uh, went on vacation for the first time in a while and uh, went back to Japan for a couple of weeks. I, I saw, saw the that. pictures. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love it. Uh, <laughs> it's been so cool to be back. So this was like my first time being back in Japan in like four years. And it's been nine years since I left Japan. So uh, it was intense nostalgia the entire time. Uh, I went there for a friend's wedding. So one of my good friends there was getting married. So I went there to attend the wedding. And then, like, uh, I just ended up catching up with uh, friends, industry folk. Uh, Bit Summit was happening around the same time, so I went down to Kyoto, uh, caught up with a bunch of people. Man, it was fun. I I had a blast. I definitely overate. I was having ramen every night. <laughs> Man, I am I am a th- I'm, a, I'm three kilos over my weight at least. Wow. So, so I need some intense. Um, Intense Not ramen. Di- diet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, whatever, ramen. whatever the opposite is of more ramen. <laughs> like, you know, in 15 days, I had 20 bowls of ramen. So, wow, <laughs> it's wow. a the math checks ramen out. Is, ramen is my favorite food. So I'm going in. <laughs> I'm in Japan. And you did. And, yeah. <laughs> and I totally did. Totally did. Yeah, it was a plus. I had an amazing time. I can't wait to be back again. It was, it was good to be back. It was also surprising how much, uh, you know, like uh, memory I retain of like finding my way around, you know, my uh, language ability is not as bad as I expected it. It was still bad, rusty. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not I, I, like I wasn't completely useless that I, like I thought I would yeah. be. <laughs> that, that was yeah, surprises no. us, huh? When we like go to a place, immerse ourselves in a language, how quickly it comes back. It's always a shock to me. Right. Yeah. It's a shock. Like, you know, I, I, Got in the pass, uh, like the airport, went out of it, and I just know my way around. Don't need an app. Hop on the train, you know. Like, just got everything figured out. Like back to my past self, reconnected so quickly. It was, it was interesting. But also played lots nice. of games, but I'll save that later because I bet a lot of the games I'm playing, other than Destiny, are games that Trami wants to talk about. Right, you play you play some of the other lesser games as well. The lesser yeah. games. Oh, the I lesser mean, games. Like, yeah. do, do you want yeah. us to start getting hate mail? Is this? Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is what's happening. Maybe not a good idea. I will shut up again. <laughs> How about you, Osama? What have you been up to? Uh, well, my stories going to take a little bit of a turn. I apologize for that in advance, but uh, it's actually been a pretty hard couple of months. Uh, suddenly, 
Yeah, and without warning, my wife had a an accident, um, and in the as the as a result, she broke her leg, and it was a really really bad break. And uh, uh, she was in a lot of pain, and she had to undergo emergency surgery to place a metal rod in her leg. Um, so as a result, I am now married to a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking about it. Things are going well. <laughs> exactly. Like now I can joke about it because, uh, alhamdulillah, her pain has subsided. Um, she's, she hasn't regained mobility yet, so she's still not able to walk. And that's going to take months. Uh, when they initially told us that she had a fractured, uh, a fractured bone. Uh, tibia we thought oh fracture not so bad then we saw the x-ray and we're like oh that's not so good um and then the emergency surgery came initially we thought it's like three four months she'll be up on her feet now it's like minimum six months from the time of the accident before she can walk so it is a long thing and it's going to have lifelong ramifications not mm-hmm. least of which is now she's going to have a hard time with security checks at airports too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not yeah. just me. Not all, yeah. Exactly. Now we're going to have two uh, two reasons why our vacations <laughs> are going to take longer. <laughs> uh, but like you said, if I'm laughing about it, it's because things got better. She's sleeping through the nights, which means I'm sleeping through the nights. Um, but like, you know, when, when that happened, basically uh, overnight I became a single a uh, father working dad of three, uh, taking care of an immobile uh, partner yeah. while working full time. So oh, I kind of like had to disappear. Uh, it was very overwhelming. It was really difficult to, I jumped from meeting to go make lunch, to come back and do another meeting, to go run an errand. And by the end of the uh, gauntlet, it's bedtime. <laughs> and, uh, yeah it was it was it was not easy so as a result i'm not gonna share a lot of stories about movies i watched or um video games i played of course because, um i can't i didn't have the mental energy to start something new uh, right. when i did have a break i i resorted to my comfort food games if you know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah yeah the brainless and i rewatched movies because I, you know, my mind is racing with all the things I have to do while I'm watching anyway. So I can't really watch something new. You're not going to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's been, it's much better now. I'm not ahead of things, but at least the, the pile of things isn't growing exponentially each day. Um, and But the most important reason I'm better is actually my wife is joking around and she's not in constant yeah. pain. And, you know, that, that, that has a huge impact on on your mental health so i haven't been myself for the last couple of months really but the last couple of weeks have been fine <laughs> like i'm almost myself again i'm you know just gonna, it's gonna take a while before things are quote unquote back to normal like never gonna be fully normal but they're gonna be close enough that it won't matter uh so yeah i think i'm a big part of why i mean we were all busy of course for different reasons but i think i'm a big part of why this hiatus uh, took longer because I was just like I just dropped y'all a line and said I'm out for X time I don't know how long mm-hmm. but just the fact that I'm here recording with you just shows that things have gotten to a point that things are better the few sad things that came out of this is I had a whole bunch of uh, trips planned like I had a road trip planned with my family and uh, I had a couple of 
speaking gigs I was super excited about that all I had to just like cancel everything. Um, I canceled this, the accident happened beginning of June and I canceled everything June, July, August at the very least. And I kept a few September things just in case. And now I'm like on the fence about them, but, uh, it, these kind of things, you know, family first, you have to adjust, you have to pivot. Um, but I just want to Absolutely. say that I'm super grateful to you too. You checked up on me and, um, uh-huh. you, big course, time. I appreciate it so much because, the the part we don't talk about is how isolating this suddenly becomes like as an extrovert an extremely social person imagine suddenly for a month all like all you're doing is things for other people um and you're not you're not recharging that battery it was it was rough but now it's I good I can only imagine. I'm glad to hear things are better. I was really excited when you said like hey let's let's do let's do next episode <laughs> but, uh, that was just like just knowing that you were doing better was was uh, was good enough for me. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate I'm, it. I'm glad that you're feeling better. If if I may be a little sappy, your voices are like a medicine. I it's healing. Me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> wait until oh. we start singing. Oh, yeah, wait, if I was, you know, <laughs> oh, I, I was yes, I was yes, practice Habibi and Noodle for three months straight <laughs> you know i was in japan so that's all yeah. i did in karaoke yeah. karaoke you know, exactly. <laughs> love it i did um, yoki with Ron. <laughs> no, that's, no. that's much my japan. <laughs> all right that next gdc if we go to gdc or next event whatever gamescom wherever we're all gonna be habibi yoki do you habibi yoki Robbie sounds very excited about this prospect. So excited. So excited. Um, um, yeah, that's it. Do y'all want to talk about all the games that you've been playing? I'm just trying to imagine Rami at karaoke because we've never done karaoke together, I think. And I'm trying to imagine uh, yeah. like what each one of you would sing. And I well, like, okay, Rami well, would probably. Yeah. Rami do would do. You would do Bocelli, you know, like no. like a tenor, like a it's opera nice. kind of. I like that. Yes. I like that. It's yeah. not it though. No, what, what is it? Do you do you all have a karaoke song? I have I have two go to songs. Yes. What are your go tos? Uh, but but I want to guess you you guys first before I do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Rami is Andrea Bocelli. Bocelli. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe Pavarotti sometimes. I can yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. I can see like Rami doing like Italian like opera. Yeah. Or Dutch opera? Is that is there a thing? <laughs> yeah, basically. Just this might be really hard for you to guess. But I do have a <laughs> lot of go to karaoke songs. I think Osama does notorious B.I.G. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's hilarious. The actually you you hit that because I have two categories of favorite karaoke songs, and one of them is hardcore hip hop, like you know, yeah. hardcore rap, and Notorious B.I.G., Tupac, and like uh, Wu Tang, and a whole bunch of lesser known people. And the other is Disney cartoon songs. <laughs> <laughs> Summarizes your personality perfectly. <laughs> but there's a third hidden category with only one song in it that might shock you. Uh, it is the the I, it's a, my ace in the hole. I bring it out whenever someone says I don't do karaoke. It's a duet song where I can uh-huh. include them easily. 
Can you guess what that song is? Uh, You're uh, getting shocked. World. It is so I, not I, the Sama song I, at all. I just, I just, I just want it to be Evanescence would bring me, bring me to life. <laughs> That's what I want. I want Osama no. to take the female vocals on that. <laughs> Uh, no, I pass. <laughs> Sorry, you, I'm a terrible singer. I love karaoke because I'm a uh-huh. terrible. Uh-huh. Um, what right, is it? It's Shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It checks up. Yeah, it right. You just like pass them the microphone. All they have to say is it wasn't me on in a few intervals, <laughs> and that's it. It's so easy to convince someone who never karaoke's to do that. Yep. And then you know, uh-huh. ice is broken. There you go. I mean, if for well, Habibi Yoki, you can make it wasn't me, you can make it. It's a Habibi. It kind of works. <laughs> right? Right? Uh oh, wait. That's incriminating. Maybe we won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, Rami, what's yours? What are your uh, go to songs? My, my go to is by Train. It's called Drops of Jupiter. Oh, oh. that's a pretty good song. It's a nice one. Uh, yeah, it goes nice. fairly slow and then it goes pretty fast for a bit. Yeah. Um, yes, nice one. If I, that's the one, um, <laughs> that's what it goes fast. Yeah. Uh, no, there, there's actually near near the end. There's a part that goes pretty fast, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, the the can you imagine no love pride deep fried chicken that part? Um, there's fried but, chicken in that song. Yeah, there's a fried chicken. There's fried chicken reference <laughs> in that song. Um, the other one is if I feel like it and I can get somebody to come do it with me, it's uh, In the End by Linkin Park. Um, That's a pretty good song. Yep. And the nice pretty thing about it is song. nobody expects you to get it right because you can't get Chester Bennington right. So that's nice. Um, <laughs> These are good songs. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. They're always fun to do. Uh, I don't karaoke yeah. a lot, but when I, when I do, it's going to be one of those two. Nice. I actually Ozzy. do, I do a bunch of Tupac actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. I changes. I would, you're an Osama. We could do Tupac right? and Biggie. Amazing. <laughs> it wasn't me. We'll do that too. I do. <laughs> I do. I it wasn't me. The we good thing is you can. Yeah, that yeah. that line. You can even have two people say it. Honestly, it's it works, right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna skip funny. on this one, but <laughs> but you're right. You could. <laughs> We'll make it work. Yeah, that's funny. Rewrite the lyrics to <laughs> Habibi. Yeah, Marioki rewrites. Are, we... I have to, I have two Marioki songs. Oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, uh, um, um, I think Neun uh, Neunzig Luftballon. I think is about Luftrausers. Oh nice. And then there's a song about <laughs> me. That's uh, a '99 Red Balloons one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. And then there is another song that's just about me. Yeah. And the problem with Marioki for me is I cannot go to Marioki anymore until somebody has sung my song, because otherwise people will ask me to sing my song. <laughs> and for some reason, the organizers decided that my song is on CS Chandelier. Huh. Because they made that into Rami from Flambeer. Oh, and I cannot oh. for the life of me get near that note. Uh, <laughs> like not like it's not even it's not that I just don't hit it. It's that the note is on the other side of the room. You know, I don't <laughs> no. even get close. So I wait until somebody if, goes. If Osama and I sang that for you, and we both uh, attempted to hit that note, 
Oh, that would be amazing. That would make my that would make my that would make my year. I think that'll clear out the karaoke room if I try to hit that note. Just say so that we can do Tupac and Biggie straight up. I mean, I feel like we already. I feel as Arabs, we already have power to clear out rooms by just saying Bismillah or something. So like, <laughs> Allahu Akbar, especially. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, start with Allahu Akbar. And <laughs> One tiny zahruta. Yeah. Oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> all it takes. Just zahruta every time we do karaoke from now on. This is like required. Yeah, so it's, it's our way. So it can't be, a, we can make it a thing. Instead of clapping for people as, uh, you know, approving something, we just do a zahruta. I'm going to have to practice my zahrutas because I'm not very good at them. Great talk, Rami. Yeah. <laughs> 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 can you imagine just all of us at like some sort of developer event and just like I go do a talk and then Osama and Fauzi get up and start doing a zahruta <laughs> I can imagine it I can I'm absolutely just, imagine it I'm I looking can also imagine the security people running into the room <laughs> amazing totally do. yeah yeah I'm in I'm in I'm fully in let's do that <laughs> What uh, what uh, what games? <laughs> what movies? What has been, uh, so so? Okay, short version. I haven't seen Oppenheimer. I haven't seen Barbie. I want to see both. I'm gonna. Which see one do you have to one. watch first to get the full story? So I think I think Barbie is the prequel. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And then they invent the nuclear bomb. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I get it. Plastic and explosives. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's how that's how we get there. And then after that, <laughs> after Oppenheimer, you have to watch uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Yeah, I see. Yeah. That's a that's end of the trilogy. trilogy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Spend the whole day in the cinema. That sounds. All that's right. actually what I'm gonna do. I have a Ooh. friend uh, with whom I always do cinema days. So we just go in the morning. We, you know, if there's four or five interesting films, we go in the morning and we don't come out until like 9 p.m. It's great. I love yeah. it. Sounds cool. Yeah, so that's I, the plan. I want to. I want. I want to watch those movies. I haven't seen any of them, but you know, like I feel like there are some really important video games that came out uh, during our little break that we yeah. uh, should talk about. Destiny. We have to talk about. We have to talk. Um, I mean, yes, <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> wow, hearing Fauzi trying to recover from that was yeah. the funniest thing. He was like, yeah, uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Destiny, yes, Rami. Yes, yes. Chukran, chukran, chukran. But, but Did... also Zelda came out. Yeah. Tears oh, of yeah. the Kingdom. Tears of the King. There are others too, the, the hmm? big games that came out that we could talk uh, about too. Do we list them also, now? There's also Diablo that came out. Diablo 4, Street yep. Fighter Diablo 6. 4, Street Fighter 6 came out. Yep. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 came yeah. out. Final Fantasy 16, yeah. And yeah. uh, the remaster yes. of Ghost Trick released. Oh, that's true. Um, and brilliant uh, game. Venba came out. Ah, oh, yes, Venba. I was oh. looking forward to that. I feel like um, there's another game I'm forgetting. Yeah, that's uh, it. Yes. <laughs> no, we, we mentioned it first, so I'm not forgetting. How can I forget? Planet of uh, something. I forgot what it's called. This is an uh, indie game that I played. Oh, Luna? What is it? Planet of Lana. Lana. Oh, Planet of Lana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Planet that came of out? Okay. Yeah, I came out of the loop. I got to check it out. 
All right. Well, let's let's go through them. Let's let's start with the let's start with the trickiest one. Zelda. How are y'all feeling? I am forty five hours in, so I haven't finished it yet, and it's the majority of what I was playing. It actually has been taking a lot of my writing times. You know, like I write a lot yeah. when I'm traveling on planes and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's all been replaced with Zelda time for me <laughs> right now. Uh, uh, I love it. I, I, yeah. I have, you know, I don't know what to say. I am humbled by it as a designer when I play this yeah. game. I just, I think it's incredible. You know, at first, as I started, I was like, "Is this gonna be a, like?" I felt that I was doing a lot of the same. So, like the first five hours, I was like, "Is this a lot of the same?" And then mm-hmm. the game quickly told me, "Like, no, no, this is so much more." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I incredible I have, game. I have a weird thing in that I'm I'm agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm humbled by it as a designer. It is incredible game design. But I had more fun with Breath of the Wild. Like I, mm. I, I'm, I enjoyed building, but I'm, I'm kind of like, I think there's just too much Tears of the Kingdom for me. Like the underground is enormous and not super mm. interesting, but I have a weird completionist streak, so I can't let it be. And so I'm spending a lot of, like, I'm basically the, the way I play games seems to be at odds with what would be most fun for me. And I have a hard time letting go of how I play games. And I think maybe if I can meet the game at its own terms, I'll have more fun with yeah. it. But I'm now three dungeons in. Yeah. Um, the dungeons are super, super good. Like uh, the yeah. boss fights are great. Like the, the uh, even the narrative is like really, I'm having a good time. I want to know what happened. Like, what are these shenanigans? But yeah. also I'm just in the underground <laughs> and I'm just walking around trying to find the next route and just being like, this ain't fun. But also, I don't want to leave because it's going to take me forever to get back there. And, you know, it's, so it's like weird. I'm having weird feelings about that game at the moment. Fair. Um, I absolutely love it. I spent over 100 hours in it. I finished it. And I did almost everything that you can do in it that doesn't require a guide. Like that are the obvious things, you know, because I, I refuse to look at any guides. I just wanted to, like, walk around and, and explore it. But I have a lot of thoughts about specifics, uh, if you can indulge me for a little bit. I love thoughts and I love specifics. (laughs) Um, I don't remember the last time there was a sequel that brought back the map of the game before. Um, I thought this was Um, a masterclass in how to do that. A link between worlds. Yes, there were other games. I'm not saying even in some in the subtle way you might not even be aware of. Like Far Cry Primal actually brought back the map of Far Cry Four. Yes, but that's based true. it like millions of years ago or whatever. Sorry, thousands. Humans are not that old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, but like you know, not it wasn't this like really. It's the same world except we're starting you off at a different point in this world, and we're also creating another part. You know, the underground to that world, which has parallels. Uh, Initially, I was a little underwhelmed because it started off in in the air and I didn't like the tutorial section as much as I liked the Breath of the Wild, like self-contained one. Um, Mm. That Mm. was short-lived. That didn't take long for me to be like, oh, okay, actually that was good. In retrospect, that was good. In the the moment, I'm like, ah, this is going to be just a whole bunch of like gliding between islands. I'm not sure... 
if that's from you. I liked like tra- like you know the discovery of traversal through wide open fields. That's that was more exciting. And then you get that. And I initially I'm like, okay, am I really gonna enjoy going through the map again of the Breath of the Wild? And I did because around every turn there was a different discovery. So it there was this feeling of oh this is the same, oh this is different, and that I don't I don't know, but that was additive. That was like it. it this feels like a deal, a, the biggest DLC ever to Breath of the Wild, not a new game, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing. And the second thing is like again the way they did it. I'm going through the uh, like the, the same areas as before, but I'm looking at the world through a completely different lens. All of a sudden, like a little bit of light spoilers, I'm looking up a lot. Like, you know, before with Breath of the Wild, you look up, but here I'm looking up a lot, like yep. all the time. Yeah. Up is a completely yep. different thing. And I'm also looking into holes. Yeah. yeah. Like a ceiling is not a ceiling anymore. It's yep. an opportunity. <laughs> honestly that was that was my favorite uh mechanical twist me too it broke yeah. my mind yep and same. i i get what you mean about the building by the way it gets to me it got a little bit tedious like that's the reason yeah. I, I didn't play Fortnite for too long but yeah. they had other things that kind of made that go away i don't know if you've unlocked it but there's like no no yeah. yet okay I'm waiting, so, I'm waiting for that ability to unlock everybody exactly. has told me like just keep playing until there and i'm like as soon as i get out of this underworld i might yeah and I kind of understand why they didn't make that ability on the golden path and make it easy to access. But I also wish they did because right. so many people would have been turned off by it. But it's a, it's a very hard decision to make. Yeah. And they also like kind of in a sloppy way addressed some of my concerns that I had with Breath, Breath of the Wild. Like I am team don't like the, 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 the uh, balancing of the durability of the weapons in Breath of the Wild. And I understand there are two camps in this and I respect both, but I'm a, uh, I don't want to switch between seven weapons in a boss fight that takes me out of the boss fight and breaks immersion camp. Uh, and they addressed it in two ways. One, which was a little sloppy and the other, which was sloppy in a very good way. <laughs> the first is narratively. They said, Hey, you know, after the event, all weapons kind of fall apart. I'm like, great. Where was that in breath of the wild? That would have made it a little bit easier to swallow. If, if that was at least there was a narrative reason for it, but also the sloppy part is between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is the event they're referring to. So it doesn't even fix the problem retroactively of Breath of the Wild. It just adds confusion. Right. But the second part where they have a mechanic where you could fuse things to your weapons to enhance their durability and, and make them do more damage actually made the weapons at a durability level I was happy with. Like It's not that I didn't want weapon durability. I just thought it was extreme. And this right. made it much, much less extreme and added gameplay variety because everything you're fusing is can potentially do so many different things to the weapon. And you could, and some, when I say sloppy, it's because sometimes you could fuse weapons to weapons and it looks as ridiculous as it sounds. Right. I've, you know, I found the shield, I'm putting it on my sword, and now I'm hitting you with a sword shield and it works. Flawless. Uh, but it, other times, it actually does really cool gameplay things where I'm like, oh, wow, there's a, a small, narrow passageway and there's these huge monsters. What if I put a trampoline at the edge of my sword and just push them off the sides with one swing each and it works? And I'm, I feel like a genius because I solved the problem in a really interesting way. The game is phenomenal. The, pro, the, the, the solutions that they brought to older problems were, were inspired. I had yeah. a lot of fun, and I'm really glad I didn't replay Breath of the Wild right before because I think that would have 
yeah overkill maybe yeah I don't know. Like the main the main feeling I had from my first like 40, 30 to forty hours of of Zelda's. When did the boat goblins get so strong? Yeah, I just keep getting I just keep getting wrecked. Like every twenty steps, it's like oh, you're just forgetting Breath of the Wild, the beginning. That's how we were too. Yeah, it, it, it might have been. But I'm forty hours in and three dungeons in, and I just I still every time I see three boat goblins, I run away as if I'm watching the final boss from Dark Souls. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. Do you put nope. a rock on your? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm putting faster shoes on my feet and going the opposite direction, you know? Like I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You're no. fusing bananas to your feet. Huh? That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know the year's not done yet, but it is a serious contender for my game of the year. Um, well, I I already know what my game of the year is. Destiny. Destiny. Femba. What? Oh, yep. combo breaker. All yep. right, I oh. I gotta get that game. Yep. <laughs> that game is so. Here's the thing, and I think uh, maybe maybe for for people listening to this podcast, especially if you're part of the diaspora uh, of Arabs around the world. Um, or you are a third culture kid, or you grew up in a culture that isn't the same as your parents' culture, you grew up with a culture that isn't <laughs> local to where you live, you play this game, you're going to be crying for like half of it. Like it is such a perfect, genuine capture of the feeling of having two cultures, one of them which is not normal where you live and like dealing with that. Um, I don't want to say too much. It's a game about cooking. Uh, it's very simple. It's about two hours long. It is just incredibly well done, and I would be I would be shocked if any game comes out anywhere this year that can get even close to how hard Fenba hit me. So, um, don't really. It's on the Switch. I'm gonna buy it and play it. it. Lily, you'll be done in two hours, and you will you will not be able to put it down. Like it's, it's I really very had no idea that it came out. I think I saw some trailers for this, and I was genuinely interested, but I didn't. I didn't know that it came out. Yeah, it's out. It's uh, it's not exactly what you think, probably, but it's very, very good. So I'm not sure if I'm allowed as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but I actually played an earlier version because I was uh, part of a committee that reviewed it for a. Uh, for awards or for grants i can't even remember uh i'm really excited to see how it developed but i'm gonna keep my feedback because that was an unfinished version of the game so you know i'm sure it's it's evolved a lot that was like last year it's my game of the year like and it's august i can say that fairly certainly i can't wait i really can't that's exciting yeah you want to check that out I want to hear about Planet of Lana. That was on. I forgot that that game was coming out so soon. I I want you guys to play it so that we can have a discussion about it. Actually, okay, okay. Uh, it's on Game Pass, right? Oh yeah, uh, we... is it? Subhanallah, we're I, back. I got it on we Steam, are back. The Habibis are back. We're doing the Game Pass advertising. <laughs> we're doing the segways. We're inshallahing left and right. I'm not even sure if it's on Game Pass. That was a question, but I'm, I'll find out. I bought it and played it on Steam uh, launch day. That's well, awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting game. I would love to hear your guys' feedback on it. So uh, we can uh, talk about it uh, some yep. other time. Um, actually, I I do because want... I'm... Yeah, go yeah. ahead, Tarani. No, no, I was going to say, I do want to talk about Final Fantasy. I also had bought a bunch of gadgets. So I also want to talk gadgets for a second. 
just well, because I like have, gadgets. And don't forget Street Fighter. And we don't have a lot of time, so we got to. We don't have a lot of times, and I want us. I want us to have some time for emails. So yes. we have five minutes. So it's either right. it's either Street Fighter, Final Fantasy, or gadgets. It, it can be only one, and I we'll think... save the rest for the other one, inshallah. That that's fair. That's fair. What do, you, right. what do you think? What do you want to talk about, Rami, of those three? Uh, like let's the, do... We don't want to tease the audience. Let's let's do a, a quick shout about a quick shout uh, about Street Fighter. Yes, I right, go. Let's start with Street Fighter. We can get this over quick. It's All great. Right. Yalla, let's, go, let's go. Let's I'm, go. I'm a I'm a Kimberly main. I <laughs> but I wish I wish it came out when Final Fantasy and Zelda wasn't out because I'm yeah. not playing it as much as I want. Yeah. Um. All my other Street Fighter friends are uh, like kicking my butt like hard. Um, yeah. But I think they got all the best mechanics of all the good Street Fighters. And I agree. It's great. It's Absolutely. I think it's probably amongst the best Street Fighters uh, ever. I, I agree, actually. I think they did such an amazing job with it. Absolutely the most beautiful Zangief I've ever seen. Like, in every with way. modern controls. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm playing classic, but I love that they included modern controls because, like, I'm yeah, playing man. with my kids for the first time, like, in a while, yeah. when they're able to actually do things. Um, masterclass in so many things. Not really into the single player mode, but I'm happy it's there for the people who really enjoy it. They they have so much offering because you know Street Fighter Five came out a little lackluster, but it's the gameplay. They have so many like different mechanics and different play styles that they are encouraging and that they're uh, enabling, and so many cool characters that play really well. Like there's not a bad character between anyone in the roster and the first tournament they had i uh, the i think out of the the top 64 every character rep- was represented to a degree and the top eight half of the roster was represented which is phenomenal it's amazing it's a lot of fun i wish i had more time to play it but also contender we'll from be, my game of the year like yeah, honestly we'll be we'll be talking a lot about it in game of the year like yes. i haven't finished zelda yet but like this is so far by game of the year and zelda will be second to it yeah and for me i can't decide between the two because i don't think it's fair that yeah. i have to it's it's so hard to tell, but, but yeah. i'm also 40 hours in so we'll see yeah uh, but yeah that like they're both head to head it's uh cool superb game that was three minutes Go, Final Fantasy, go. Let's let's do gadgets real quick so we can do the rest of Final Fantasy. Uh, Very simple. Two gadgets, the Asus ROG Ally, the portable uh, Steam Deck alternative. How is it? It is really, really, really good. Battery feels better. It's smaller. It feels better in my hand. Um, It's cheaper. Screen screen looks better. Uh, I think it's about the same price. Genuinely, Mm -hmm. though, like... You know, uh, it's also Windows, so it means you don't have to deal with like weird compatibility stuff. Yeah. Uh, downside is it's Windows, so you have to deal with Windows. But um, <laughs> it's it just really good device. Like it's my portable Destiny machine. I'm having a great time with it. Um, Question: How's the performance have... compared to the Steam Deck? Like, do you, uh, does it run the the same? Yeah, it it runs the same or slightly better. Uh, like I put oh. them side by side, and I uh, games that I put next to each other ran better on the Asus ROG. I have to say though, part of that might also be the emulation or the compatibility layer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in general, I get slightly better performance out of the Asus ROG. Um, the the question I have is, sorry, I keep cutting off. Go ahead, finish first. No, 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 go. Yeah, well, I have a Steam Deck. I love my Steam Deck. I use my Steam right. Deck. Uh, it's a bit big. That's my only complaint. Uh, other than the battery life, is that it's a bit big. 
Is this yeah. worth getting if I already have a Steam Deck? Is the difference big enough that I could justify like, here's the, the purchase? Thing. No, I don't think ah. so. Uh, okay, I think I think you want to buy this if there's a game that you really love that won't run on the Steam Deck. So a lot of the MMOs, like those games, won't run there. If that's not the stuff you're playing, Steam Deck will do just as well. If you haven't bought either, I would go for the Asus ROG. Fair. Um, Excellent. Thank you. Second, second gadget is called the Vitcher One. It's basically kind of AR glasses. They have like a neck band that you put around your neck and then they have glasses and the glasses project the screen in front of you. This thing is a, is a game changer. Hmm. Uh, it has like Android like uh, TV built into it so you can sit in an airplane and just watch like cinema screen movies or play wow. games when you're laying in a hotel room. That. A Vitcher is V-I-T-U-R-E. Now I got wow. these because I thought it would be silly and fun and kind of weird. And that it would just be a cool like experiment. I actually use them continuously. Like wow. these things are great. Uh, I look like an absolute dork wearing them, but I'm very happy that I have them. Okay, wow. I didn't even know this was a thing. It looks impressive. It is. It actually is impressive. Which wow. is tethered to your phone, right? Uh, no, yeah, but if you if you have the headband, if you have the neckband, you don't have to tether it oh. to anything. Oh, hmm. so we'll just connect to any phone by cable. But if you put the neckband around, it's even better because then there's nothing you need. The neckband is the OS, contains everything. The glasses don't use batteries, so you just plug them into your phone and your phone charges them, uh, wow. or your phone runs them. There's no battery in them, so if they're plugged in, they uh-huh. work. If they're not plugged in, they don't work. The headband or the neckband does have a battery in it, so with the neckband and the glasses, you're completely mobile. You're entirely like you don't have to worry about cables or anything because cables literally coming from your shoulders to the glasses, which is easy. You can just lay back in a bed or sit in an airplane chair or sit on a you know on a on a street and just watch the thing. Okay, so, so one question: What's the resolution that you see out of those glasses? Very hard to say, but it looks sharp to me. Is it uh-huh. is it VR or is it just it's projecting a screen where you're looking? No, it's 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 it beams it into your eyeballs. Uh, I see. So okay, so wherever you're looking, the movie will follow. It's not that it's a VR uh, eyeglasses. No. It's a screen on eyeglasses. Yeah, the screen is projected into your eyes from the glasses. That's cool. That's really cool. So uh, if people are watching you and it's dark, they can see that there's some sort of screen in your glasses. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it's fairly like, you know, you're wearing weird glasses. So That's really cool. Like a switch or something. Yeah, it connects to a switch as well. Yeah. That's impressive. Okay. With a dock. So a really big Zelda is one of the ways I played it in the airplane. Yeah. Wow. Um, super is it, good. Is it affordable? You wear it. Yeah, that's a good question. It's like 400 yeah. something euros. Yeah, it's it's not super. Yeah, it's not super expensive. This Do you wear cool. it over your glasses? If you're wearing glasses uh, like me? Yes, you can wear it over your glasses, but they also have a little insert that you can buy that you can put prescription glasses into so you don't need to. That's smart. I like nice. this. This is cool. I might get this like full, like productivity wise. This is great because I can oh, work great. anywhere. Fauzi, yeah. uh, will can, I see you at yeah. Gamescom? Yes, you will. I'll, br- I'll bring them. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'll give them a cool. test run. Yep. Cool. All right. I don't think we have time for Final Fantasy. Let's keep it for next time. Fair. Let's do that. Yeah, uh, but we do have emails. Is it okay if I jump into some emails? Let's yes, do it. Yes, please. Where cool. do we send you emails, Osama? 
I don't remember. It's an email of some sort. <laughs> I think it starts with info at the habibis.com. But what does it. it end with? I don't know. <laughs> That's um, info at the habibis.com. That's it. It doesn't need yes. to end with anything. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, send us emails. We love your emails. It makes me super happy. And months later, I will read them online, I promise. But for now, <laughs> <laughs> let's jump into this one is or not a question. Which- <laughs> uh, this one is not a question but i would like to read it anyway because it's really a cool story if that's okay with y'all uh, yeah. so it's by nicholas and what he says is just found your podcast and have been really enjoying it also thanks for the youtube version as i don't usually uh, use the typical podcast apps uh, so thanks, much appreciate yeah thank you rami for the hard, hard work and make this very i try accessible. i try so I'm Nick, and I've had the pleasure of meeting both Osama and Fauzi through the gig meetups. Uh, I actually also met uh, Nick since then at Abu Dhabi, um, which I'm spoiling. I look forward to having a chance to meet Rami whenever that eventually happens. Uh, I'm not Arab in any way, or nor Muslim. I'm an Aussie Christian who has been living in Abu Dhabi for the last 10 years. It has been very interesting how much uh, I am able to relate to everything that you guys have been discussing as non-Muslim, non-Arab in a Muslim-Arab country in the opposite situation to you guys. I also don't drink, so I can relate to most of that side of the discussion as well. As a non-drinking Aussie, it kind of clashes with lots of Aussie culture. So Mm -hmm. on to some stories. You guys mentioned the amazing ability of Arabs to just pop up and help out with the car. And I I think I can come uh, one up you with this one. We were out. He's doing... one-upping us. I like yeah, that. Right? <laughs> he 100% we'll Arab. He's fully <laughs> integrated. <laughs> we were out dune bashing in a convoy of about 20 cars in the desert, about three hours outside of Abu Dhabi. We were about five kilometers off the nearest road and a good 30 km- kilometers from the nearest town. And one of the four by fours gets stuck on a dune. The base of the car grounded on the sand. We... Within, and I kid you not, about 30 seconds of him getting stuck while we were all still trying to figure out if there is anything wrong or if he's trying to get going again, a local guy pops out of nowhere on a quad bike in a condora and asks if we need any help. He ends up jumping in the car and driving it out because of course he does. I swear the local Arabs here have some magic radar for knowing when a car is stuck in the dune <laughs> and just show up out of nowhere every time. I've had similar things happen on at least three other separate occasions, um, the, which I thought that was the story worth like sharing from this email alone. But his second one is pretty cool, too. He says, as a non-Muslim during Ramadan, I can recall when I first arrived in Abu Dhabi, they had all of the restaurants closed for the month of Ramadan, and it's illegal to eat in public during day and uh, light hours. So from the other side, I remember trying to find anything I, uh, that would sell food during the day. And this one restaurant was open, but had all of the doors and windows covered in newspaper and blackout blinds. So it looked totally run down from the outside. But once you got inside, half the expats in Abu Dhabi were there having lunch. So I thought, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Uh, Nick is awesome. We spent some time together in um, Abu Dhabi. He's a game designer, really smart guy. We had dinner together in a Lebanese restaurant by the beach. It was beautiful. Um, so hopefully, he, and he got to meet Fauzi too. So hopefully one day he gets to meet Rami and completes his... Um, we still need to do pins or something for that. Yeah, we got like, collectibles, true. right? Yeah, yeah, we got to work on that. <laughs> so that's one. That was more story, less question. But the next one has a question. So 
Um, the next one's by Ruben. Thanks for writing. That was a nice email. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Yeah, thanks wonderful. so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, if you ever get stuck in the sand, one of us will pop up somehow. <laughs> uh, so this, one, this, <laughs> this email is titled Dreaming of the Habibis. And it's by oh. Ruben. How and dreamy. Right? He starts it, Dear Parasocial Friends. I'm loving this so far. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to your show for almost two years now and have greatly enjoyed it whenever it has entered my podcast feed. Your insights and anecdotes are thoughtful, wise, and funny. And it's a pleasure to be able to spend time in your company. Thank you for being honest about the future of the podcast and its cadence. I look forward to hearing you at any interval, uh, interval, especially if it means reduced stress for your you in scheduling, planning, Aww. et cetera. What a nice person in this room. Oh, is. so yeah. nice. Yeah. And I'm sure many other listeners very much appreciate the great time and effort you put into sharing yourselves with us. Oh, I love this. Uh, yeah. So the Habibis have even entered my subconscious. Last night, I had a dream that I was a guest on the Sorry? episode. Sorry. Did, did, do you want me to repeat? I said, last night, I had a dream that I was a guest on an episode, and you all were helping me think of a game whose title I couldn't remember. You were being so sweet in your suggestions, and I woke up feeling I could find that game, even though I don't think it really exists in real life. <laughs> so my question is, has being part of the show affected your subconscious thoughts or behaviors? And if so, how? I mean, a little, I think. Like, you know, the, 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 for me, the point of the Habibis, the, the reason we did the Habibis was to feel like there was a home in the games industry. Yeah. Um, for people like us, I think. And knowing that there is and seeing the community and the people and meeting all of the other Arabs and, and all of that. Yeah. Of course that, that has affected my subconscious. I feel like happier and safer and more like supported. Um, I Absolutely. think those are all very good things. So I feel, I feel like I take note of a lot of things because of the stuff we talk about in the podcast mm -hmm. now, or like, you know, maybe I notice things more like there's the obvious ones in which like, I'll be playing a game. I'll be like, oh, I need to talk to the guys about this. You know? Yeah. Or yeah. like I would see something that I like. I'm like, oh, I, Rami will get a kick out of this. Or like, you know, <laughs> some yeah. of those things. Like you guys will be on my mind as I experience um, some pop culture stuff that I know we normally discuss. Yeah. But also I think that I started to notice like, uh, like I usually took note of that. But now I also like do it a bit more when it's like a more of a, a cultural aspect. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, that's super cool. Like maybe one day we'll talk about this on the show so that we highlight a certain element of uh, of Arab culture or, or a story that happens to me that I'll be like, oh, that would be funny if we talk about that on the podcast one day. So, so know, speaking like, of... Become more like present and take note of things, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So speaking off real quick, I, I, I didn't tell this story. I was in Brazil the other day and we have a lot of fans in Brazil. What? Really? Yeah, yeah, and they That's also. They, so I, I spent some time in in Latin America, uh, Brazil, Puerto Rico, and um, I have to say, the people in those countries that know the Habibis basically just go like, "Yeah, you're basically you're basically you're basically Latin Americans, just <laughs> just more Arabic." Um, I love it. So That's good to hear. I, 
I think we. I'm, I'm basically coming to the conclusion that all cultures around Earth are the same, except for the Western one. <laughs> That's sort of like the weird one out. Every other culture does like food the way the Arabs do it, does like ship ship and shankla and whatever what's you call it the way we do it. Flowers, have the WhatsApp group with the flowers and the aunties. The aunties yes. are the, the 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 sacred people, and like every culture has the same thing. Yes. And the West we is have, like. Um, Ancient Smith listening yeah, in on yes, this. Yep, 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 yep. I love it. They need visas and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. For, for me, like other than the things that you said, which exactly, like I actually literally take notes of things for the next heavy podcast. I can't help it anymore. Like it's part of my routine. But uh, the other thing is, I, Fauzi, Rami, you're my Habibis for sure. But you're not my oh. only Habibis now. No. I go to, to events and I meet people who say, hey, I listen to your podcast, The Habibis. And I and first I apologize for all the dad jokes. But then I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that they're Habibis too and Habibis as well all over the world that Absolutely. I have a connection with because, through this. So it seeped into every aspect mm-hmm. of, of my life uh, to one degree or the other. I quote you to people all the time. You know, Rami said this and Fozi said this, and ninety-five percent of the time you said it on an episode. <laughs> like, right. you know, it's it's. I love this. I, yeah. And uh, yeah, do we do we have time for one more? or Do we wrap up? One more. Do do? Let's do one more. Let's we'll do, do one, one more. more. Okay, give me a sec to dig it up. Now we're going a little bit further into the archives. Uh, I like the archive. <laughs> archives. Okay. Can we, can we just call them the pyramids? That's <laughs> an Egyptian. <laughs> Um, all right, you guys are gonna hate me for choosing this as the last one, but you know, whatever. I make the rules. This one is titled hey, I'm Thank the host. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the host now. <laughs> oh no. No. This one is called Thank You Osama. Yep. <laughs> what are the odds? He, he, he skipped the thank you, Ram. Thank you, Fauzi. <laughs> This is just a thank you, Osama. It's by uh-huh. Jose. Jose okay, is a frequent was, writer. We love Jose. This was not subconscious. That was a conscious decision. <laughs> <laughs> this. Let me read the email. It gets better. This okay. one says, this one is for Osama, about Osama. I'm loving this. It's been a while since I sent anything in, but I just finished watching the recording of the talk Osama participated in about burnouts, and it was hard. That's the one that happened uh, at GDC this year. At EDC. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I was talking about it briefly, I believe, in one of the, the last episodes. Yeah, it was a very good talk. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not a part of the game industry yet, but if you just replace the company names and any mention of games with software, I could almost give this exact same talk word for word. I don't think I ever had it so bad that I literally couldn't get out of bed. But I also have a habit of minimizing things about myself, especially my suffering. And I'm willing to bet he does too. Yes, I do. And it sucks. And we have to not do that anymore. Like there are people who yeah. do that all the time for themselves. They put themselves last. We can't. We can't do that. So please stop doing that, Jose. And I'm, I can't follow my own advice. So, you know, listen to me. He um, goes on to say, it was both shocking and not to hear Osama talk about all the details, especially all the painful ones. You hit it fairly well on the pod, Habibi. Oh, Jose's Habibi. But I could kind of tell. Beyond mm-hmm. anything, it was therapeutic to hear them. I almost never hear someone talk about those things publicly, especially from the perspective of a senior designer with a family. There was something so different, so specific, and so resonant 
I don't remember the last time I cried, if ever, from an industry presentation of all things. Um, so I hope you forgive me for sharing this email. It touched me a lot. I replied to him when he sent it right away. Um, thank you. And uh, hopefully that talk spreads and people hear it and get ahead of it and fewer people have to suffer through the burnout that is so rampant in our industry and in other industries as well. That's so lovely. So lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if um, if people want to watch that talk, I think it's available as uh, free, right, on the GDC yes, vault? Exactly. So, yeah, it's if you're in looking the advocacy for advocacy track. So the advocacy yeah. track talks are all uh, free. You can just look at look for occupational burnout on the GDC vault, and it'll be yep. the one that pops up. So yeah, GDCvault.com, and then just look for occupational burnout in games uh, causes impact and solution. But if you just type Osama Dorias, you find it too. <laughs> Yeah, and there were three other really good presenters who gave their point of view and their yep. uh, opinions about uh, burnout, their experiences. One of them is a psychologist who is the leading expert on burnout in the video game industry, Dr. B. Um, and uh, yeah, highly recommended for anyone who thinks they might be going through burnout. Honestly, recommended to anybody in games just so you can prevent getting yep. to that point. Exactly. Yep. I think that's all the time we have for today. Well, that was a smooth, smooth segue, Susama. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Two-second pause and then like, well, I think that's it, folks. I think that's it. That's all the Habibis we have for you today. Yeah. <laughs> speak, uh, speaking of uh, ending the show. Drumroll. Oh, no. No, you you you, no, no. you did the thing where you're like trying to set it up because the pressure yes. maybe something will come to mind, but nothing came. Yes, it, nothing came. But we can just put a doily in this one. It's great. <laughs> it's great to be back, yo. It it's is great to be back. Like, yeah, I'm, so, uh, I'm excited to talk about Final Fantasy 16. Yes, next time. Yes. We Michelle. should talk about it next time. Maybe Osama would have played it as well, and then we can all talk about it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I'll give it a try. Maybe. We'll <laughs> it's see. A, it's a good game, but we'll talk about it next time. Inshallah. Yes. I like Inshallah. that, uh, but we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> yep. I'm excited. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for joining us today. This was another episode of the Habibis. Join us some other time, inshallah, for more. Inshallah. <laughs> for the time being, salam. Salam. That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I am Fauzi Masmar, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Fauzi Masmar. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorias, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Dorias, and Rami Ismail, who you can find on Twitter at THA underscore Rami. Send us your questions, stories, and suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. Intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubela, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hani. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about three game developers drinking good Arab tea with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcasting service or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening. Salam.